Welcome to the Burritos, Breaks, and Flies Micro Tip Podcast. This is the first one of 2022, and we are going to do a short product review on the Adams Built Waiter lineup. This is an essential topic that's often overlooked, and quite honestly, people traditionally way overspend on waiters. Getting into the Cadillacs of waiters and whatnot, these are all function, high quality, keep you warm in the winter keep you dry, work great in the summer, can't beat them. We're joined by local pro Dennis's Bister to give his insight. He's worn these things all over the world in some serious conditions. So his insight is extremely helpful on this podcast. And we, this isn't possible without our sponsors, Loop Tackle, Adams Built Fishing, Monic Fly Lines, Battleborn Beer. Uh, without your support, hey, we couldn't make this happen. So sit back and enjoy this short podcast on the Adams Built Waiter lineup. All right, and welcome to another episode of Burritos, Breaks, and Flies, and we are coming at you with a micro-tip podcast, and topic of discussion, waiters, specifically Adam's Built Waiters, and resident expert, I guess, <laughs> on this. Yeah. Expert, I mean, or like... I would, well, I would say when it comes to destroying gear and actually... Fishing in the Adams Built Waiters, I'd say as much of an expert as anybody just because I put so many miles on these things in so many different countries and so many different atmospheres. Right, right. So that's the voice of Mr. Dennis's Bister, if you don't know already. <laughs> if you don't know this voice. If you don't know this voice. If you don't know this voice, you're wrong. Yeah. You're, you're wrong. Hi, everybody. This is Dennis Isbister. You might remember me from such educational podcasts as... Wild fish, wild places, behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah. And, right? <laughs> and the burrito episode. Oh, yeah. We'll try to squeeze something in there really quick on this. But since this is a micro tip, we'll get quick and to the point. But, yeah, back to the topic on hand, we are going to discuss the Adams Built Waiter line. Um, and we have Dennis on board just because he has probably some of the most, if not the most extensive use of the waiter line. Um, not only domestically but internationally yeah and it, you know the, the breathable waiters are always just a, such a topic of discussion um because there there are quite a few different brands out there l lots of different levels of um you know price points versus quality versus you know longevity all those sort of things and you're always talking with people at shows and consumers that have bought ours and every other brand that they could think of and and breathable waders are just always one of those things that, you know, people have all, almost always had a bad taste of somebody's brand in their mouth, right? Sure. So with that being said, um, the Adams Built Waders for me, like I always wear the, I always wear the Truckee. Um, they're the, the higher price point of Adams Built um, because they're thicker, they're more durable, they're, they're tougher. And I do a lot of 
physical stuff with mine, you know. I mean, we're from the Yukon to, you know, trampling through the brush piles and Alaska, same thing, getting dropped off on the side of a river and basically living, you know, when we were in Russia, we basically lived in our waders for like eight days straight, you know. You know, take them off at night and go to sleep and you're just in them nonstop. And I think that's where there's so much to be said. You know, most people don't put the waders through the, the torment that I do. And, you know, I have had little, little problems, you know, just, just like anything else. If you stick a, a sticker in them uh-huh. or, you know, you, you're hard on them, they're probably going to tear. They're, but that's the one the great thing about buying from Adamsville Fishing is if something does happen to your waders, we have something here locally in the shop. You just send them back and, and model fix them for you. And it's, it's, you know, it's a pretty good deal. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think we both have had the opportunity to wear all kinds of different brands of waders, you know, and in, in our passion, you know, probably like the super high end stuff as well. You know, mm-hmm. you, you got into the expensive stuff and it's fascinating because when I stepped into the Adams built line, especially the waders, I was stepping out of, um, I'll leave the brand unnamed, but high end. No, right, but you not know. Sims or Patagonia. Oh no, never. Elvis. No, no, none of those. No, never. Uh, but, but you know, you know what? It's the thing. It's like you know, you, you get, you know, you spend a ton of money on X brand of waders, you right. know, and you have you have an expectation, and that expectation goes fulfilled or unfulfilled, unbeknownst to the owner, just based off of the fact that you're owning them and wearing them. Everything that's happening in the waiter is that's how waiters are. You're like, oh well, my feet are cold. Well, I got the best waiters, so. Dude, other waiters, my feet must be really cold. And, right. Oh, well, I get the occasional leak. Well, I got the best waiters. So, man, you know, if I paid less, those other waiters must really leak a lot, you know. <laughs> and I could tell you, like, I recently I switched out some waiters. I had, I, I, I loaned my Adams Built waiters to somebody, put on an old pair of those high-end brands. And, man, my feet were freaking frigid, like in Pyramid yeah. Lake, frigid. I'm like, man, I'm like, I can't get enough socks on. And I'm like thinking all these things to do. And it's funny when I went back. I got my waders back. I put those on. Yeah, that that warmth issue like disappeared. I'm like, whoa, what the hell was it? Like, what what was the difference? And what I noticed is like on a, a lot of other brands, there's a, an a, an acute amount of tailoring that goes into these things. Right. They're doing a form and function, and you know they're looking for the exact fits and the, and the snug foot and stuff. But that plays against you in the winter. Mm-hmm. And, and you know this. Oh yeah. So what I noticed is like you know there was a considerable amount more wiggle room in the Adams built booty um, that goes around your foot, not the actual, not the structured boot, but the float right. tube booty that we make that everybody uses at Pyramid Lake because it's faster, easier, and it's also what we use when we wade the flats. Uh, bone fishing. Well, I was referring to like the actual booty on the waders, like where your butt would go. Gotcha. gotcha yeah, gotcha. sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, you're good. There's but, a couple things to talk about here for sure. But, but no, it's just you had a little bit looser fit, and it's interesting because you get that into the boot, and you're like, oh, and like, oh, is this too much extra material? But what happens is you get all that warm air, and that warm air actually mm-hmm. has the ability to circulate in your foot and to some extent in your wader. So you're maintaining a higher warmth level, right? Right, and um, you're eliminating a big issue: cold feet on a long day, on a cold lake or river, can ruin you. 
Yeah. And and we run into this duck hunting all the time. It's the mm. same exact thing. And the worst thing you can do is have really tight socks, tight boots, tight anything. That's the biggest problem. You want things fairly loose. Uh-huh. Just, in, you know, you don't want to be unsafe to where they're slopping around. But you need to have some wiggle room because what it does is it cuts off the circulation. And if getting old like us, that's a big deal. <laughs> right. And, uh, and, you know, like I said, trapping that warm air in there. And then back to what I was just talking about. One of those things that you can do um, to try to stay a little bit warmer on the ladders, like at Pyramid specifically, is wear that neoprene float tube booty mm. instead of like a structured hard boot because it just wraps around your fo- foot. You've got, a, you've got a structured sole there that's good enough for walking. Like I said, we use it on the flats all the time. But it's faster. It's warmer. It's easier. Oh, and that's, the, uh, that's the... Um, that's the neoprene The Knot Creek. The yep. Knot Creek booty. Yep. So you actually, you're actually getting more warmth out of that than you would a. I think so than wow. a big boot, but just because there's, just because it's not so constrictive, right? It's right. letting your feet, uh, letting that blood flow happen. Right. So yeah, and and you know, back to the the waders specifically. One of the things that, um, you know, with our waders at Pyramid, a lot of times, you know, most guys fishing, say even like what we're doing in Kamchatka or or uh, you know Alaska, whatever you're not really up to your nipples in water for long periods of time right well and at yeah pyramid you really all you know you'll you're wading you're wading every time out to your up to your belly button anyway to set your ladder and correct taking that so correct i guess i guess what i'm getting at is like we really find out how good our waders are mm. being submerged in that much water all the time well that's true yeah and it's always the hard way yeah yeah yeah, no, but they uh, but they last, you know, and that's the thing. That's I guess that's the point I'm trying to make there is that, you know, we see firsthand how our waiters hold up against so many other brands. And and back to back to what I was talking when you said you want to name names. I'm totally just kidding because all of us are friends, right? Like we know the Sims reps, we know the and all the people and or like we all, we're all friends. We all know those guys. It's just a different pair of waiter and you know different ideas on how to how to make them and different pri- price points that we come out with so when Adamsville comes out with a product and and the waiters are specific to this too are really a we really wanted to make a high-end waiter that is going to treat customers really well at the price point that just about everybody can afford because years ago we saw the fly fishing industry heading down a path of being so expensive that uh-huh. only the most elite, you know, you couldn't really afford it to be a fly fisherman. And that's where Adamsville kind of comes in and, and fits a, a need for a lot of fly fishermen out oh, there. Oh, well, by know? the time you got everything, you couldn't go out and fish because yeah. you're like, well, no, I, I don't to work. <laughs> yeah. Like now I don't even have gas money to go an hour away from home, you know, like, come on, you know, <laughs> that's, that's a good point. So yeah, the price point is really, really respectable on yeah, these. I think, and- I think like our trucky, river waiter what are we looking at a little over 300 bucks yeah right now for that yeah and and you know i mean it's a good good pair of waiters gonna last you we've had we've had some pairs of waiters that people ship in to get fixed that are i don't know one guy sent it at 12 years old or something finally just started leaking so you know mont mont puts a lot of his heart and soul into those into his products and you know when you wear them you, you figure it out you know you got a pretty turbo like HVAC system here because it sounds like we just like boarded a jet plane. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. yeah. You like that? Heater turned on. <laughs> By the way, it's snowing outside. <laughs> right, right, right. Randomly after 
what, 40 days yeah. or 40 some days of God, horrible. no thank, precipitation? Yeah, thank God. Bring Finally. <laughs> Something. So let's round out the package here. I know yeah. we we're talking specifically the waders, and we talked about you know the Truckee River wader, which is a little bit higher end. We have uh, the little bit more entry level or simple use, our hot weather yeah. application with the Walker River wader. Yep, that's what I like to use it for. When it's really hot out, um, you know, it's just a three-layer versus a five-layer. You know, those three-layer uh, walkers are going to breathe. Right, you know, a right. lot better and hot weather. I, I that's what I use. So, yeah, so we got those two, and we got the pants too. The creek and stream guys, or the guys that don't want the full. We got the pants. What is yeah. that? The green, something. We should know this. Yeah, we should know this. Uh, <laughs> but we sorry, there, is, there, there is a pants waiter too, which yeah. is which is pretty cool. A lot of well. my my uh, float plane pilot buddies in Alaska wear those ones. That's what they wear. So they can get in and out without having to fold their waders over. But, yeah, that's the lineup. And then if you're fishing specifically at Pyramid, really look at those float tube booties. They're yeah. only like 30 or 40 bucks. Yeah. They're cheap. They're great for that. They're fat. You can beat your buddy in the water by 10 minutes easy without having to. And then if things freeze, like, you know, the mornings your stuff's all froze up. It's just a really good way to fish. A lot of the guys are doing it that way. Well, and it's hard-toed as well. It's got a hard top, mm-hmm. so it's not like a completely soft toe. It's got the hard traction bottom. Bottom, yeah. The hard toe. It zips up on the side, slips right over your booty. That's that's a great way to go. Mm-hmm. And then um, the booty, the not the, the booty, but the regular boot. Mm-hmm. So we have, there's a felt boot, and then we have... Um, yeah, we have the the Smith River, which is the felt boot, and the Gunnison, and the which Gunnison. is the, the structured, the hard structured sole that has a spot for studs. And like, as you know, like in my opinion, you can't beat felt, but you go some places that you can't have felt, like Alaska. Yeah. So we have to take. We actually, the way I fish Alaska is, I take my Gunnisons with my studs in them, and then I take my float tube booties. Yeah. When I'm getting in a boat or the float plane, I put my float tube booties on. And what you know, I'll put throw those in the floats and put my boots with the studs on and swap them out. You know, it's not really worth all the effort for thirty or forty bucks, like I said, for those float tube booties to not have those, you know, and not have your studs already in your boots, kind of thing. You know, right, right. So. Yeah, and then it's awesome boot. I mean, they're super lightweight, yeah. super easy to lace up. Um, the nice another advantage is they dry relatively quickly. Yeah, you know, so yeah. you can. Repeat your adventure the next day if you're doing a multi-day trip. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not going to have a super waterlogged uh, booty, and they're easy yeah. to clean, easy to stash. Yep. Um, and you could beat the crap out of them. I mean, you took those. I mean, you wore them everywhere. Like, yeah, you know what we the yeah as far as um, the waders and the boots obviously go everywhere, and we've had them everywhere. We've had them to Jurassic Lake and that. I'm trying to think of the most harsh environments, but for boots, Jurassic Lake is by far the harshest environment. I would say that we could have because it was, you know, so rock. It's like pyramid, just big two foot rock formations. You're always smashing them, and we've had no problems with them. You know, Russia, Alaska. You know, just the soles stay on. You know, the and I think that's one of the things that we've worked through as a company over the few years. You know, of, of figuring out what that means and what that means for us for that longevity of a boot is glued and stitched and double stitched and just to make sure that your sole doesn't come off at the wrong time yeah and i was going to mention adam's built is probably the only one in the fly fishing industry that actually has a burrito pouch built into the Truckee river waiter no kidding yeah and you know that just comes from years of trial and error yeah really on waiters and yeah what anglers want you know that lots of our pros coming back and being like you know, this this pouch is nice, but I need one that'll fit a b- giant burrito. 
Yeah, it's 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 a feature. You know what? Unfortunately, it was left out of the catalog um, this year, and I think prior years. You know, yeah. it's kind of a last minute thing. But there is a burrito pouch. The reason we left it out is because only if you know, if you know, you know. We don't want we don't want to give our competition the leg up on knowing about the burrito pouch. But partially, and the other part was liability. Yeah, <laughs> liability because here's the thing: if you have a burrito. <laughs> If a burrito and you put it in the pouch for too long, it goes bad. Yeah. Look, you get know, sick. It gets sick. The folks at Adamsville can't take liability. I mean, it's not, no. it's not a food company. No, we don't even it's a waiter have, company. We can't even afford liability insurance. Yeah. Yeah, so we don't I want mean, any of that liability. <laughs> can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, so there is one on there. And there's, there's also a zippered one. So... For reals, though. So you do have a hand warmer on there. You do yep. have a zipper pouch up front. And on the inside, you do have uh, a flap that can pop out with a zipper pouch. And it actually has a little pull-out elastic cord on there, doesn't yep. it? For, yep. you know, a, a, Put a, a tool nip, saver you know, type thing. tools, yeah. yeah. That's, what, that's the way I fish it most of the time. I usually, you know, typically I'll have the chest pack on, but then that little flap that's on the inside of the waders will be folded out when I fish it. And that has, you know, a couple things to tip it. You know, I'll have my mitten clamps clamp to the zipper yeah. handle hanging and you know a couple little things in there works you, know, you don't need much usually yeah and another number one feature about the waders that i've noticed recently especially like out of pyramid lake and other cold weather environments is mm-hmm. i could layer yeah. i could layer clothing like i'm fond of layering like you know, like hunting clothing like like a hunting type gear you know without getting brand specific like that like something that you would normally like wear for glassing mm-hmm. you know something or, or 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 scouting i can put multiple layers um, on both ends of my body, whether it's a leg layer yeah. or a torso layer, you know, I regularly am wearing at least at least four warming layers, you know, from base out to shell at Pyramid, and I could layer those under the waiter um, easily. Yeah, pl- pl- plenty of room, plenty of breathing room. Um, at the same time, plenty of air circulation. I don't get too hot in the summer. I don't get too hot. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, that's and that's one of the things that you know. I mean, this is most of this is pretty common knowledge, I would think, in in our world. But yeah. if you're cold, you know, if you're going into that cold water, cold weather environment, layering is key. You know, good pair of socks, good pair of uh, waiter pants. You know, and I have a couple different brands and styles that I run. Um, you know, to keep just to keep warm, and that's. That is absolutely key. Mm-hmm. Layering and having the best stuff on, like the merino wool layers. Yeah, the, you know, just a really good quality uh, underlayment. But I guess we're getting a little off topic there. Not really. It's just <laughs> fun to talk about. Well, no, I'm saying we're getting to the point that because, like, with some of the higher end brands, as as thick and durable as they are, they have they offer no insulation other than being uh, uh, water resistant, water repellent, and wind resistant, water and wind repellent. Um, but other than that. What you run out of room to get stuff in, or if you're not running out of room, you're putting it on so tight you lose that circulation, right. and you don't get warm. Right. So you'll layer up like an Eskimo, and you're not you're not warm. You're like, why am I still cold? You right. know. So and that's that is one of the things that other brands have kind of come out with. Like it's more of an athletic fit, I guess for um, you know for their waiters. They want them to look better on you, but the problem is you try to move in those tight ones yeah. try to climb rocks with their with a couple layers on and move around they yeah. realize real soon that it's like man it's real constrictive right so i feel like our our waders are a nice mix of both of those you right know, you can it has really good movement you know we said we've hiked and hiked and hiked in ours and you know you get good good movement with good lots of area for underlayment perfect perfect 
I guess if we're doing flooring, is that right? Under layment? Under Lamin- layers? Laminate? Laminate? Uh, under layment, under the laminate. Lanolin? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, if we want to find these waders, well, we can go to Adam's Built Fishing. Yeah, adamsbuiltfishing.com. And, um, of course, if you have any questions, just don't hesitate to call the office and ask some questions. Um, but we're not, you know, a lot of our retailers, too, you know, fly the Reno Fly Shop has us for the local guys. Um, the Shields carries us. You know, there's a lot of places you can find us retail-wise. And, of course, give us a call if you got any questions. It's too easy. Too easy. It's a yeah. great waiter, and you'll save a ton of money. Yeah. You'll save a ton that, of money. And that's what we always talk about, too. Like, like I said at the beginning of this, if something happens... Just call us. Send them back. You know, send if them something back. does happen, even if it's not our fault, if it's your fault, doesn't matter. Send them back. We'll yeah, we'll them. let you know it's your fault. <laughs> Free of charge. You slam them in the car door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll be like, hey, bro. <laughs> <laughs> send them back. We'll get them fixed. Hey, any burrito updates? Oh yes, I did have one for you. Where was I? I was thinking about this the other day. Uh-huh. Um, so the first one we ever did i told you about the shell station in orvada orvada and i and i i hit a couple of those during hunting season and they're still epic yeah yeah really good um where were we you know what i'm gonna have to circle back i don't know if i have one that i can i can throw down right now well the way i take it it was so mind-blowing that it i went back it's just like you can't remember it's like it was like so shocking (laughs) it's so shocking it's so shocking (laughs) now it's a regressed memory yeah. It's like you're going to have to dig for it. It's going to take a while. Yeah. I, yeah. I think I, yeah. I'm i pretty sure that I had one that was so terrible that I wanted to remember for this podcast. I had a bad one somewhere. That could be that, too. Yeah. That's a good point. I was on the toilet for a week straight. <laughs> not, not quite. But. How was it? Oh, my God. And talking about the break side of things. Yeah. I needed a week break after the burrito. Right. It was right. terrible. Right. Hence hence the opting out of liability insurance on the burrito pouch. <laughs> yeah. See, folks, it's all full circle. We're good. Now so, you guys get it. You now you get it. Yeah. Yeah. We don't mess around here. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. Well, hey, Dennis, thank you for joining us. Loved your insight on the waiters. Um, like I said, if there's anyone out there that could bring credibility and really put these waiters to the test, it was you. So, yeah. you know, I like to say I could put them through their paces, but for days on the water, um, in pretty crappy places and conditions, um, you've done it. So yeah, they've been, I've been, I've definitely put them through the ringer. Congratulations <laughs> for that. Stupendous. Stupendous. Yeah, stupendous. <laughs> so, all right. Well, thanks Dennis for joining us. And, uh, if you want to take a closer look at these waiters, uh, the website, www.adamsbuiltfishing.com. Um, there is a dealer and store locator on the website as well. And all the specs and everything are laid out along with the sizing chart. So, and that's one last thing, sizing wide range. I've noticed that yeah. from small to big. Um, if you're having a tough time finding a waiter that fits, yeah. look at these. They'll probably fit. And, and don't forget the women's. We got women's waiters now, too. Absolutely. Which have also made out of the same stuff but fit for women. They've got the sizing charts just for women. They've been one of our hottest sellers that right. we've had. So, and you yeah. like to wear stuff really form-fitting so i actually like to wear all women's stuff honestly yeah my panties and women's waiters go together okay herbert me. all right <laughs> herbert herbert Hoover. yeah so the quarters in my pocket yeah wow well well this went bad this went thanks bad for quick. joining us everybody yeah <laughs> so thanks again for joining this micro tip podcast we hope you enjoyed it and until next time tight lines <laughs>